This is a moment in wine and hip hop, brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop, wine and music. Turn me up, bro. Know what it is? Check this out. Oh yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Yeah, yeah, what's good, y'all? It's your man, Jermaine Showtime Stone, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wine, a.k.a. The Zara Vibes, a.k.a. Young Thanos. I'm just out here collecting Infinity Stones. <laughs> I like that. We out here with a legend, man. Gotta pay this man his full respect. We got Mr. Johnny Nunez in the building. Thank Johnny, you, been looking on, on coming you. on Wine and Hip Hop, man. I really yeah. appreciate you, bro. Thank you, brother. I'm, I've been waiting to be on this show, man. I was on the waiting list. You nah, know what I'm nah, listen, man. You royalty, bro. You know when you mm. come through, we gotta do it right. So today, I'm gonna be. So every episode, we pair either a song or, and a bottle of wine. Today, we awesome. pairing a personality with a mm. bottle of wine. You know what I'm saying? I like that. And I'm actually gonna pair you with one of my favorite joints uh-huh. this is the pierre peters champagne Ooh. you know what i mean this <laughs> is a pierre peters well, um nice. we're gonna pop that first but we'll learn Pause. a little bit about yeah we're, <laughs> we're, we'll, pop it. we'll learn a little bit about this in a second man um awesome. so let me just pop this joint okay um hang on is that a is that a sparkling um white wine or is yeah. it a champagne? Or yeah, is it a- absolutely. So okay. actually, it's interesting that you mention that because people don't, well, this is a champagne, mm-hmm. right? But champagne is sparkling white wine, you know, well, sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people, you know, consider it like a different category. Okay. You know, I, I just think that champagne got the marketing right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, champagne, puppy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So let's. Go ahead and pop this. Now, for everybody at home, we also have, because, you know, Giant came through in the morning, we also got some bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Mm, My favorite. (laughs) You know? Man after my own heart. And we made sure we got them from a nice hood spot, you know? Shout to to, uh, Tasting Notes from the Streets, our new show where we pair our favorite foods from the hood with wine from all over the world. Mm. You know, quick plug real quick. But (laughs) but Johnny, man, so are you much of a wine drinker? Actually, yeah. You know, I I love wine. I'm a a Marlowe type of a guy. Um, But, you know, at one point in, in time, whatever... Whatever was available that was free, I was for it. You know what I'm saying? It can be well, well, well tapped, whatever you want to call it, at the bar. If it was free, it was for me. <laughs> well, cheers, man. You know. Yo, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you, bro. Uh, let's make a toast. To friendship, it's not the ones that are right, it's the ones that are left. Mm, facts. Mm. This is fire. Very good. Very good. And this is just, you know, what you call a, a quality champagne, man. You know, so we were talking a little bit about champagne. I wanted to just tell you the reason why I paired you. You know, you pop up at every event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I try. So it, it needed to pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up and down. It was really good. Um, and then there's so much nostalgia around your personality. And um, I wanted to pair you with a legendary house like Pierre Peters. This is actually over 100 years old. Not that. 
you're anywhere close no. to that. <laughs> close, I'm close, close, close. <laughs> but the house, they've been producing wine for over 100 years, you know, and this is a grower champagne. So they're not afraid to get their hands dirty. <laughs> you know and what I'm saying? Where can I find it in New York, especially New York? Um, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. This is definitely a classic champagne house. I'm, gonna look for, I'm, gonna, I'm um, definitely going to look for it. But, you know, grow a champagne. Mm -hmm. They've actually been growing for several, like, large houses wow. before they started to produce White label kind champagne. of style. Well, they were, like, growing the grapes. And other big houses like Dom Perignon and oh. so on and so forth were buying the grapes. Just a little bit about champagne. This is a Blanc de Blanc, mm -hmm. meaning this is 100% Chardonnay, mm -hmm. only white grapes in it. So mm. usually in champagne, just for everybody at home, mm. people see champagne with this like golden color and they tend to think that um, it's all white grapes, but it's actually not. Like you drink Pinot Noir, you know that's a red wine. Mm -hmm. There's Pinot Noir grapes in here. You have Chardonnay, Pinot Meunier, and Pinot Noir. That's the usual mix. But when you see something like Blanc de Blanc on the label, it's white on white. <laughs> you mm. know what I'm saying? So it's just all white grapes. That's awesome. all I mean. But we pairing that with some bacon, egg, and cheese, man. This, you know what I'm saying? This, so, health, but this I suggest, original healthy meal right You know, here. grab a bite of the bacon, egg, and I'm cheese, and then take a sip of the champagne. Oh, let's see it's a it's whole going. different experience, man. Oh, man. This is the tasting notes from the streets experience. Those oh, of you man. just tune in to YouTube, check it out. First Krispy Kreme comes back, now this. <laughs> mm. Then you sip your mm. champagne. This is ghetto good. Yo, mm. this is how we do it, bro. Wine and hip hop. Mm. So y'all are tuned into our breakfast right now. <laughs> but you've been like a fly on the wall in hip hop for so long. Like, coincidentally, you really like the Peter Parker of hip hop. You always know where Spider-Man's gonna be <laughs> for some reason. Like, I can't imagine the things that you've seen throughout hip-hop history overall. Mm -hmm. Are there any moments in hip-hop that stand out to you? I'll start with the um, Cameron with the pink cell phone picture. Mm. That was mine. A variation of it circulates a lot from someone who took their camera and put it by mine. But that was my shot. Mm. Um, Jay-Z and Nas toasting together. Oh, That's yeah. on DJ Khaled's living room. That was your shot? That's my shot, too. Wow. Um, Yo, man, th this is crazy. I, the, the, the list goes on and on. And as I, as I dig deeper and deeper, thanks to social media, people are finding photographs that I didn't even know I took. Mm. You know, and then as a result of that, it's like, oh, man, that's, that's going to be the next NFT. Facts. That's going to be a portrait. That's going to be at the Schomburg. That's going to be at the African-American Museum of History, and so on and so forth, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's crazy, man. Like, So can you tell me a little, that, that picture with Jay-Z and Nas is probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite pictures, by the mm -hmm. way. Can you tell me a little bit about that moment, like seeing them, and like what was the event like? So back in, the, back in, the, back in like, I don't know, 2000, maybe 1999, maybe 2001, around that time, you know, um, I don't know when Biggie was was killed but I that was I think taken that was the 97? year actually yeah you're right yep. so that picture was taken maybe in 1998 or 1999-ish and it was when there was film there was no digital the good thing about photography is you tend to shoot what you know mm. so if you like hip-hop like I love hip-hop you shoot because you know who the artists are you know who the producers are you know the labels you you know who you want to shoot because you know you're actually a fan of what you're 
what you are photographing. So when I entered this, um, I think it was the Firm Biz party, AZ, Foxy Brown, anyway, Nori was there, and we, I got there early and I got him. And I think, I think maybe it was March 9th of 98 because mm. he had the Gucci, the, the Kuji sweater, and Jay came in with the sweatshirt that says Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. So it was some type of honoring of that moment. That being said, um, I still remember telling both of them, can I get the photo? I call that photo the hip-hop trinity because Jay-Z calls himself Jehovah. Nas has a tattoo on his belly saying Godson. God and the Holy Spirit is B.I.G. because it's on Ho's shirt. That's dope. So that is in DJ Khaled's living room. And uh, I'm proud to say, like the Killer Cam pink fur shot, it's just another one of my setups. Mm. Yeah. So where, where was that moment like? Um, you know, to be honest, I was so fresh, so early, uh, that just getting in a nightclub was, was, was hard to get through the security, guest list guy, long line of people. And um, a lot of times I used to have to think, if I don't have no access, I'm from, I'm living in Brentwood, Long Island, I'm back in the city, even though I was born and raised in Brooklyn, how am I going to get into this Mob Deep concert? How? <laughs> so working at Red Lobster and Pizza Hut and all kind of uh, restaurants, I saved the, 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 the workers' outfits, which was usually like a white shirt, white pants. And then I would go, thank you, I would go and um, buy ice. And I'd grab a hefty bag, <laughs> buy four packets of ice, Inside the hefty bag, one of them, I'd put my camera in a bag with, with uh, you know, with whatever I needed, and I'd put one of the packages of ice over it, and just through the front door, I'd be like, I work the kitchen, and I work, I'm the bar back, and right away, security let me in, yeah. and then, you know, can I help you with that? Yeah, you know, no, I got it, you know, and then I go right to the bathroom, dump the ice, take off the clothes, put it back in the backpack, take the camera out, come out the bathroom, Ready to shoot. Yo, that's crazy. And, yeah. then it, and then it's shot by Johnny Nunez, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's crazy, man. So, you know this is wine and hip-hop. Um, so we got... And bacon, egg, and cheese hop. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, so, you know this is wine and hip-hop. I, I have to ask, and I ask everyone from the hip-hop community um, what the wine community can do to reach out to hip hop more to integrate the two cultures you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. that's what this show is about that's what i'm about i speak with different people from wine different people from hip hop and you know i ask the same question to everybody everyone because at the end of the day you have a reverence for wine you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying who would have known that johnny johnny new year's mm -hmm. a merlot guy mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so what do you think the wine industry should do to integrate those cultures a little bit more well, one of the things I think that would help is um, maybe, one, sponsoring more events for up-and-coming artists in the hip-hop community. Mm. Now, people have a fixation, or, or the culture sometimes has a, fi a fixation on brown liquor. Henny, Remy, E&J. Um, then, then there's a shift to, like, you know, gold bottles, you know, Cristal, Moet. All these other champagnes and stuff, and, and and as far as wine is concerned, that usually is dubbed like the chill out drink when you get older. Yeah, it's not the turn up drink. Yeah, but 
That's the beauty of uh, of your eyes. If little Uzi Vert came out with a rosé, red wine, and started making it fashionable to do that, everybody would do it. Yeah. If, if, if um, I don't know if this analogy works, but just imagine before Corona, if you would have, as you're trading, uh, you know, as you're trading on... Um, was it Robin? Not Robin Hood. Is it, what is it? Uh, oh, I think it's Robin Hood that does. Because you're trading on Robin Hood. Let's say you would have put fifty thousand dollars into um, Zoom. Yeah. You know, and the video uh, communication. Where would that fifty been? You know, what I'm saying no one's checking for it. It's just a way to talk to people via. But what if you would have said, "Hmm, this Lysol. Let me put ten thousand dollars into this Lysol," and then the Corona hits. Yeah. That Lysol has went up maybe 70 to 100%, 200%. Something that cost maybe $5 over the counter is now $50. Mm. And it's and there's a waiting list. So, using that model, don't wait for someone to get hot. Bring the wine to the people that are the next in line, the, the opening up X. Right. I always so tell, that they develop that taste yeah. for it and they use it moving forward you know you you send a really nice package to a young artist like uh, elijah boy you know who's from the bronx uh latino hip-hop rapper you send it to someone like um she hopeless dominican brother uh from the heights you send that to uh you know all the young artists matter, matter of fact um uh what's his name uh Sleepy Hollow or, or, or uh, Smokey, no, was it not Smokey? Um, he's a, like he's Sleepy the next, Hollow. He's the next drill, not, not Chef G. I just shot a party. Um, it'll come back to me. But he's taking the sort of the seat after Pop Smoke, Locaine, Lo Dusty Locaine. Okay. Before he's, he's about to blow up, but imagine if you would have given him a few bottles of wine early guess who's going backstage after the show guess who's going to be invited to the barbecues guess who's going to be invited to the platinum party yeah. you will yeah. one of the secrets to my success is i compliment the receptionist the mailroom people the custodian the the grunt workers why because they might be the ceo the cfo the cmo or as my boy uh giant marines once told me uh, the CPO, mm. Chief Plug Officer. Facts. <laughs> and if you can get, if you could be a plug in anything. That's a win. The one in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is is king. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. No, that that's totally a fact, man. I mean, it's it's interesting, yo. Like, I agree with you. You know, and like I said, with Crew Love, our company, we really trying to do that as much as possible. Bring the two cultures together. I, I was turned on to so many different spirits. And, yo, I ain't going to hold you. As a kid, I used to sip St. Oz. You know, you try St. Oz back in the day because Method Man and Red Man was on it. You know, like. Ice Cube going to jump out of the yeah, wall. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, and that's just me keeping it real. So I think that hip hop is really the only form of music that I've seen that has that type of influence. You know, so I always say hip hop can be so powerful with connecting wine with. A bunch of different things and the thing about wine is it opens so many doors 
you know, like with these young artists, you learn about wine, you impressing that CEO when you sit with him like, oh, shit, this young brother got some mm -hmm. different depth to him. So, you know, that's a big part of what I'm trying to do, man. You know, um, it's a beautiful bridge, a beautiful connection. And, um, you know, the thing I love about wine and hip hop is what you're doing has to be done. It should be done before, in some form or fashion, there are many... There are many culture vultures out there. Yo, bro. That will do what we're doing because they're in another country watching what you're doing. And they're going to be like, now I'm going to take this content and I'm going to sell it, you Yo, know, man. to this company for hundreds of millions of dollars. You just, and they're going to win. And then you're going to be invited to their party. Yep. No, no, you're not, you're not on the list yeah. to their party. <laughs> Yo, look at what happened with, like, think about graffiti. And how that was co-opted in different cultures. Like, Fashion stylists, too. Fashion. Straight up and down. So, honest, and I gave you that five because, like, mm -hmm. yo, you hit the nail on the head, bro. This mm -hmm. is exactly why I started doing what I was doing. I was in a different position than a lot of my peers. And I saw, you know, like, I was in an executive level in the wine industry as a young mm -hmm. black man. So, I'm like, I know young black culture. And I'm like, yo, I see jay-z and these guys talking about the wine like i know what's coming and before exactly like you said somebody else jumps on it and bastardizes the culture let me make sure i jump in and do this the right way because i've been a part of the wine industry and i've been connected to hip-hop for my entire life you know what i'm saying so that's a hundred percent you're 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 a crossroad you're a necessary necessary yeah because a lot of people didn't know that the two elements could, could connect. And just a little history, before there was liquor, wine was one of the, from what I understand, was one of the first fermented type of beverages that our civilizations made, you know? Now, bottling it up, aging it, where the wines come from, all those little um, things over time created the style, the flavor, or like, you know, Pierre Peters, um, 100-year-old family, you know, and they're, they're hands-on. They've been, that means that 100 years ago, maybe right after the Roman Empire, or maybe the founders of this wine, their great-grandfathers were soldiers in the Roman Emperor's army. Exactly. You, you know, know. And traveled the world on foot. And, and that, that DNA traveled all the way into this bottle to conquer whatever you got to do, you know. Right. Um, this weekend I'll be in the Hamptons and there ain't gonna be no there ain't gonna be hard liquor there ain't no ENG it might be in the building. but <laughs> it's gonna be you know uh, tennis suits and and slicks uh, what's it called uh, white linen suits Se with seer sucker seer suits, sucker and, suits. <laughs> and it'll be accompanied by you know red or white or champagne you know? yeah. and that's fine I mean, in fact I think the beauty of, of what another thing that wine does is that as we break racial barriers in, 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 in time and, in, and in, the, in, in countries, one of those bridges that uh, bring peace and uh, bring a purpose to discuss things is wine. Right. Wine is a, you know, in my opinion, it's a diplomat. It's yeah. an ambassador. Uh, so long as you don't get crazy with it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. <laughs> once you got that one relative that, oh, it's time for this person to go home. Once on Cheryl you know, hit the wine. And yeah. 
you no. know, and she an alcoholic. So yeah. first sip, she drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you gotta, you gotta. Me, I love liquor. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, during Corona, I had to curve a lot of my habits because of the years of of indulging on free opportunity, yeah. free appetizers, free liquor, Word. free parties, free VIPs, free clothes, free tickets to, to a Caribbean island. Shout out to Jamaica, you know, and Trinidad <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Uh, and Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. So, you know, it's like, I guess back to what I was saying is that the spirits could be used in a good way when it's done right. And if someone buys a property, you bring them a bottle of red wine or right. white wine. You know, someone's engaged, bring them a bottle of wine. You know, if you want to get it real crunk, you bring them a bottle of 40 OE or St. Ives. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was Depends a joke. on the couple. Depends yeah. on the couple. But, um, you know, yeah, wine, the, the best way to um, help wine, uh, and there's a lot of, by the way, there's a lot of black-owned wine companies Facts. now. That, but whenever I buy wine that's owned by people of color it's like they're like yo my family been doing this for like 200 years yeah from when you know before slavery was abolished and before we fought for our freedom from being kidnapped you know so if you're a wine company immerse yourself in the people that you don't sell to so that they can recognize that you recognize them Facts. If we were in Palestine, I mean, if there was Palestinians and you don't sell to them, if you were Aborigines and you didn't sell to them, read up on them, go to some of their events, but don't steal their 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 attention to sell your product. Invest in what they're investing in. Help that culture and what they're trying to achieve. Mm. And now that you're supporting them, the reciprocation is they want to support you. Facts. And if you're selling wine, guess what they're going to buy? If they don't even drink alcohol, they're still going to purchase it to keep your lights on so that they can give it to a friend as a gift. Facts. Facts. So. Yo, man, I, that's that was like you perfectly articulated why we do what we do, man. So you know what you want, bro. Definitely. Being a, oh, wow. being so enthralled in the culture, man, you, you totally get it, man. Like, I got to say, the first time you came across um, my radar, um, I heard your name in a rap. Oh, yeah? You know, like, this was the Vado joint. Yeah, you know, with, with Cam, yeah, We yeah, all yeah. up in here. We all up in here. What's up, mom, when you letting me in my man pipe? You know me, though. New Jack, no me, no. Bottles is coming with sparks like old Skino. Uh, all the models get mojitos. They all gon' follow. They know how me and Flea roll. Yeah. Watch three below zero. Usually in the shop, but still, I keep a Gito. Uh, need a Dutch. Yo, where's Tito? Constant interviews. They ain't hit one single. Jeans wrinkled. Letting my true sag and true swag as I pose for Johnny Nunez. Uh, I ain't trying to start problems, problems. But bouncers, you better let us up in here. Cause my whole clique came to buy bottles, bottles, and shut yeah, down this yeah. bitch. So, you know, what? what's that like? for you like so many rappers have now mentioned you in songs like yo Nas threw your name in a rap that won a Grammy yeah. man like you technically summer. a Grammy winner you know yeah. technically technically yeah. you played your part in there Aki Rice Peas putting curry over duck Courtside Rockers Warriors curry up Smoking weed in the tuck, sipping Rashad, sitting on Governor's Eye with all the killers. Premier movies with my man De Niro and Johnny Nunez got all the pictures. 
Black grown, black owned, black woman is the backbone. Latin food in the back room. Big business, I'ma drop a new yak soon. Following the cash room. I can rest now in peace. That picture, you know? I can rest now in peace. No pun intended. No, thank you, brother. Thank <laughs> but um, what is that like for you when you hear your name in these songs, man? Um, it, it, it gives me goosebumps. Um, it is a bit of a pride. When I'm driving with my kids and I play this song and they're like, Dad, change this song. I don't want to hear this. You're I'm playing like, shit like, we oh, all I, up in here. I we didn't know my, oh, I'm playing it again. My bad. <laughs> it, it, it's a giant, they're like, Dad, not that non song again. I'm like, yo, we're going to play this till you're 27 years old each. How about that? 27 summers? We got we 25 more summers today. to go. You know, like I, and, you know, and Vado's my man. Shout out to Vado. I, I believe he's got a battle. With my son, no, not my son, yeah. with Saigon. Yeah, my, that's my, man, my man OP is on that bill too. Yeah, I can't wait to see that Yo, one. that's going to be crazy. Yo, shout to him for getting back in the ring, man. Mm -hmm. You see, now, if I was a, a wine company like Pia Pia, I would immediately Jump see on what's that. that date and gift several cases and say, listen, all I ask, and I'm going to be at your, your, your kid's baptism, their bar mitzvah, their sweet 16. Anything, if you come on stage with my bottle, and when you win the battle, you hold that bottle up, you ain't got to worry about wine again for a day in your life. Yo. That's, that's, that's like trading. That's like the way the Native Americans used to build. Facts. You know, you need flour, I got sugar. You yeah. need sugar, I got flour. And, 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 and then you build on that. Yeah. That's how the nations did it before, you know. You know, that's a great point, man. Yo, OMP, bro, I'm going to scream at you, man. I'm about to hit, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, you will have received my text, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, because I know my dog is going to be victorious that night. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm like, and shout to these guys for, like, jumping in there at this point in their career, you know, and um, and still battling. Yo, it's like when Mike Tyson and Roy Jones jumped mm -hmm. in the ring. Like, these dudes is vets that got it in mm -hmm. and – Yo, when you go in that ring, you could get hurt. You know what I'm saying? And you've already established this level of career. So, you know, shout to those dudes, man. Like, yo, Vado, I feel like Vado's probably one of my favorite spitters out. He's ill. You know, he's just on a different level. Mm -hmm. Like, he, he has that... Remember that video of him? He was like young, probably like sixteen in his bedroom rapping. That's my era. <laughs> he was not. He was nice back then. Now he's even nicer. He's on a different level now, Super man. Different. Watching his evolution has been dope. He kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of a, um, like a rock Marciano type. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that cool, fly, old mm -hmm. school gangster. Yeah. You know. But shout Smooth. to Vado, man. He glides through the room. He don't walk. He glides like like a little. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Take a picture. <laughs> like, see so many artists like that. Like, do you have a favorite artist to shoot? Man, I'm going to be honest. I love Fat Joe. I love Big Pun, God Bless the Dead. I love Common, the rapper Common, and Talib Kweli. Mm. What um, makes them so special? So, there's the usual millennial rappers, which I have respect for. And... Um, it's their first time with so much opportunity, so much wealth and jewelry. Everything is at this disposal. It's like they won the lottery for the gift that God blessed them with. But all of a sudden, there's some people that will take fame and fortune, polite and nice, and some turn into the worst person to give this much power to because they just now 
Security, yo, I don't want no kid, no, no, no pictures, no pictures, no pictures. Oh, yo, yo, no, 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 no autographs, no autographs, no autographs. And they begin to think that they're bigger than they really are. Right. And some might even go as far as harm someone to flex their muscle because now they have more, they have muscle. But next thing you know, let your next song not be a hit. Mm. Let, 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 let the label cut your budget. Let you not be able to afford your security. Let you not be on the guest list. Now the radios are not spinning your music. Shit different. Now like, hey, what up, John? Hey, yo. Right here. Look. It's quiet. It's quiet. It's, quiet. Right it's quiet for dudes now. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, my battery's dying. I really don't have that. Later on, I, get, I got you. No, so-and-so right here, right here. It gets felt. You know what I'm saying? That's so for me, certain artists like Nas, and if you know Jay-Z, same way, you know, there's certain artists that no matter where you are, no matter how angry they can be, they'll still stop and they'll leave their problems wherever it was, pose for you and then keep it moving. Yeah. But then you also, as a photographer, as you learn this, you can't go to school to be a, a photographer. You can go to school to be a photographer, but to shoot events, it's something you have to learn by, by hands-on training. You got to be a people person. You exactly. got to know how to move. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like you said, people don't want to be bothered all the yeah. time, you know, so yeah. definitely yeah. understanding how to move yeah. is 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 clutch, man. Yeah. Um, but like this is this is hilarious. So you mentioned Jay-Z mm -hmm. being one of your favorites. I feel like Hove don't give everybody that yeah. Yeah. that lane, man. Yeah. But I heard a rumor mm -hmm. and you can confirm this mm -hmm. here on the show mm -hmm. that um, you earned the Rockefeller, um, you earn Hov's respect on a different level than oh, yeah, any other yeah. photographer that's oh. going to come up and shoot him. So, oh, yeah. like, what, uh, can you talk a little bit about that situation? I mean, there's a lot of stories, but one that always sticks with me is when the New York Times did a two-page article on the Sunday New York Times. Um, I want to say maybe 11 years ago, I don't know. And um, basically, uh, at the Magic Convention, for fashion and apparel, Raka wear do a, a dinner for their buyers and sellers. And, and Jay obviously must have read the article. So he told everybody, he was dating Beyonce, he told everybody, um, everybody give a round of applause to my photographer, Johnny Nunez, two-page article in New York Times, and nobody clapped. Then he got out of his seat and he said, let's try this again. Johnny Nunez, two-page article, New York Times. And he still got, I remember, he still had the cigar in his mouth. And as he clapped, everybody got up and clapped. And I stood on the chair like, thank you, thank you very much, but let me go back to shooting. And, you know, but I think for me, camaraderie building or earning respect from people is that you truly respect them enough to come over to them and shake their hand I love, like, for example, Drake or Kanye. I love that I was there when no one knew who he was. Yeah. And I would always push Kanye into shots because he, he, um, he was very shy, mm -hmm. you know? Drake was shy as well, but Canadian rapper, live in Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you ain't, you ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure enough, look at where they are now, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love... The very beginning to me is like the underdogs, the people that society does not believe or certain cultures do not believe you're going to make it. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then they blow up. That's how and it happens. And they remember who, 
who always show them love. That's how it happens, man. It's so fun. You're like you're so you're such a, a rich part of music oh, thanks, and brother. music history. Like I feel like people don't really know what your musical taste is. Oh. You know, I, I hate to put you on the spot, man. Oh, no. but have you ever assessed the top five in hip hop or just in music generally? In hip hop. Um, man, I'm a big AZ fan. By the way, shout out to Kadar Massenberg, my manager and agent out in Brickell, Miami over there. AZ is is definitely wicked. People sleep on A, man. Oh, Nas is wicked. Uh, believe it or not, I just saw Tory Lane spit. Bro. He's a problem. We were having this conversation. Tory is nice. That Tory Lane's Funkmaster Flex freestyle, I was like, I, and I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't mm -hmm. gonna hold you, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I he was not my favorite artist. You mm -hmm. know, all the sing-songy stuff mm -hmm. and things like that. Like, I didn't want to like it. I mm -hmm. didn't want to like the freestyle. But mm -hmm. my hat's off respect. Yeah. That boy uh, could rap, Chris man. Brown could rap, too. Yeah, Chris could rap. Chris Breezy is nice. But I'm not trying to say R&B artists. I'm just saying, okay, top five. Right. Um, man, oh, man. That's a hard one. Because I think... I think everybody, I, now I'm going to get a little philosophical. I believe that we are all artists. That's um, right. I, I believe that the, the creator put in every one of us a gene for uh, creativity. But it's, it's your job to discover where that lies. Right. So whether it's, you know, the Jonas Brothers or, 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 or the Baby or Lil Baby, you know, the, these, oh, these baby, artists. Or the Baby, the rapper. Or <laughs> oh, rap. Baby, the CEO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody got uh, a little, something in them, you know. Right. But, um, and I just say that because even the artists that never make it, the ones that could have made it and didn't, you're still blessed because you still pursued your dream, you still made music, and you went as hard as you can. So that is it just a neutral thing now the top best five um i like to say fat joe before fat joe was fat joe if you wouldn't went back to the digging in the crates and listen to fat joe don cartagena yeah. listen to it before he partnered up and met with big pun listen to his spitting it's one thing to be a black rapper but to be puerto rican and, and puerto rican cuban and Hanging tough with the brothers. And people don't recognize that enough of how oh, the earn it was different. It oh, yeah. was different when Fat Joe came yeah, up, you man. you got to really and, know how to spit. And Fat Joe was around since the yeah. KRS-One days. Like, yo, yeah. watching, yo, mm -hmm. man, mm -hmm. that that's like one of my, mm -hmm. my GOAT people mm -hmm. to meet and chop it mm -hmm. up with, man. Because Fat mm -hmm. Joe, like, mm -hmm. yo, he's still here. Oh, yeah. And then, still you know, dropping number oh, one yeah. hits. And then you got, um, you got Nas. Um, Nas is just... You know, he, he is, uh, he embodies uh, the, remember, I forgot, what, what movie was The Ghost of Christmas Past, The Ghost of Christmas Present, yeah. and The Ghost of Christmas Future. Um, he, he represents each element of hip-hop, and like, like a, a glass of fine wine, he just gets better with time. Facts. facts. That's, that's a bar. Right? Yeah. <laughs> stamp um, it. Stamp it. Yeah, man. So, you know, I just love music in general. Now, if you saw my playlist on Shazam right now or on YouTube, Red, you saw my playlist. By the way, shout out to Tuma Bossy. 
you'd be like, wait a minute, this isn't Johnny Nunez's playlist. I'm listening to music from Iceland. Um, I'm listening to classical music, uh, music from Spain, music from Africa, music from music from Cuba, music from the Dominican Republic, music from Puerto. I mean, I just love music. Period. You yeah. know, I'm I'm friends with so many amazing artists that I'm like the United Nations of music, you know? <laughs> shout out to Joshua Bell and Larissa Martinez. Uh, shout out to Rude, um, Rossi, all these artists, young and old, um, they're just wicked, you know? Yeah. And I, I love good music, lyrics. So many artists don't get a chance, and some do of course, but some don't get a chance because maybe they're not cute enough or maybe they're too old, you know? That's the good thing about Corona. It made the youth listen to lyrics yeah. through lyricists and on that note shout out to Benny the Butcher Ooh. you know uh, to Conway you know yeah. Right Decision and, and signing them Rock, Rockefeller Records I mean Rock Nation excuse me um, uh, you know these guys uh, and, and what's it uh, Drake is going to battle him uh, what's his name from Harlem Mook Oh, Murder, Murder Mook. Mook. Yeah, shout the Murder Mook. Too, like you man. don't want to get into a battle with these cats because they will make they will they will make you tiny. Yeah, quick fast. <laughs> but you know it's that lean drip type of music that that words that don't make sense, but you're gonna create it anyway to fit in a bar. Yeah, you know that's what's hot. And then you get a little TikTok in there, and someone makes a little dance, shaking their booty and rubbing their body, and now that song goes to number one, and it's like. Is that how this is gonna work? Yeah. I think lyrics. I think everyone's gifted, like I said, but I I just love good music and you know shout out to all the artists, yeah. not just the ones that the radio tells you. Big shout out to everybody that ever thought of making music. Word. And it's like you said. I think a lot of um, artists. I think everybody's talented. But hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard. Mm. You know, and it's hard. I think, and you probably see this so much, like so many talented artists, and that artist mentality is like laid back, and you know, so much of it has to do with the business of it and treating the art like a job. And that, that's where skill and talent mix, man. That's, mm -hmm. that's a difficult thing to do, yo. You know, like Rihanna, you know, no matter where I am, she'll stop and say hello to me. And I remember when I think she was like maybe 14 or 15 meeting her and, and that the genuine love and friendship, yeah. you know. Um, there's so many great artists that keep that same passion of when they first started. And I think that's why, like, when I say my top five, I love genuinely good people that treat people with respect. Yeah. And once you treat people with respect, then you earn my respect. Yeah. But if you treat the person next to me like bad then you, you, you I, I don't think we're gonna work well right. because I love universal love I love to treat everyone with respect I'm not perfect but I'm just saying I love that everyone's treated equally and fair um, sometimes I see certain publicists telling the artist to look at that camera look at that camera and meanwhile there's a a young photographer with a small rinky-dink camera who's not as successful and they're just bypassing them you know again we're all creative yeah we're all here at this one moment not by uh, serendipitously random opportunity 
I believe you're exactly where you're supposed to be, you know, at that very moment. Because it was already architect so, before we were even born. You know, you come from super humble beginnings, man. Like, um, can you tell everyone about that process for you, what it was like when you were just that young photographer with a rinky-dink camera? Like, mm -hmm. what was that like for you, and how did you grow to be this legend mm -hmm. in the game? Well, um, I read a book called Unlimited Power by Anthony Robbins. Amazing book, transformed my life. I followed the rules in the book, you know. Um, even the laws, uh, the formula for success. I applied that to this energy drink and met with the owners. Mm. Goat Fuel Energy Drink, black owned, female created and, and male created, you know. Um, Puerto Rican Yabe tequila, a Mexican tequila inspired by Brooklyn and by the Bronx and Harlem mm. out of New York City. I applied it to even these cookies companies from Hip Hop Mike's, the cookie chemist. Yo, shout but to Hip Hop Mike, man. It's a, the first hip hop cookie. You know, why am I showing you this? Was because when I first started, how I was able to get involved with these brands is exactly the formula for my success. Treat everyone with respect. So when I first started, I didn't know, know anybody. But little by little, I began, I'll give you an example with Vibe Magazine. After I shot an event, there's usually keepsakes, gift bags. Rather than take one, I put one in my car, come back, go back online, take three or four of them. Then when I went to sell the photos the very next day, inside that bag, there was probably five or six things, a bottle of whiskey, bottle of wine, maybe Pierre Pierre, you don't know, um, cigars, beauty, makeup stuff, um, salt scrubs, you name it. And I would go to the receptionist and be like, I'm here to see the photo editor, the one who chooses his images. Oh, okay. By the way, this is for you. And it would be like a salt scrub with a keychain with a mirror on it or a yeah. flashlight. And then it went from there to as I went down the hallway, Hey, this guy cleaning up the custodian. Yo, this is for you. What's this? Cigar. Oh, man, thanks a lot. I don't smoke, but appreciate it's it, some, you know? Just a thought. Yeah, and little about, this is all from that book. And before you know, once I got to the photo editor, boom, what's this? This is the Jordans that they gave away at the Nike Jordan party. What? I'm, I'm a 10 and a half. How'd you know? 10 and a half, too. People love gifts, but people love when you appreciate them. And we live in a society where you have nothing to offer me, so therefore, I don't even know why we're talking. You have to give me something in order for me to help you. Mm. That's the norm. But I believe treat everyone with respect because you will get that phone call. Hey, Johnny Nunez, yes. Um, I'm, 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 I'm telling long stories really short. I had literally $20 to my name. I had just given... The 11 of those dollars of a $20 bill to a homeless man that I was about to beat up. I was going to beat him up because I was, he asked me for money when I just got the, the, the knowledge that a client was not going to pay me for a few weeks. And I was already broke. So when he asked me for money, I was going to rip into him verbally. And I said, what you going to do if I give you this money? He said, I really don't want the money. I'm just hungry. 
So I took him and I brought him to a Subway's on 23rd Street between Madison and Park Ave. And when we went in the room, humility hit me because everyone covered their noses. Yeah. They moved away from him because he, he looked a little funky. You know, yeah. I don't know. But I realized, you know, everyone has dignity. So I, I said, yo, Phil, whatever. He had, I don't even know his name. I just made up. A, yo, Phil, what you want on the sandwich? Oh, uh, you know, I want ham and, ham and turkey, uh, turkey, honey turkey and Swiss. I'm like, yo. Let me get a honey turkey. But grab the potato chips. Grab the potato chips because it's a special, you know. I'm going to just pay for his food real quick. And then when I was, I'm paying for his meal, I'm like, yo, just tell the boss I'll be there in 10 minutes. You take care, all right? I'll see you in a little bit. I wanted people to, in the room to think that he had a job. Yeah. To give him respect. And, you know, in my head, as I was there talking to myself, great, Johnny. We were completely broke. Now we're double completely broke. <laughs> Thanks to you giving the last dollars that you had to some homeless dude. Jermaine, by the time I hit that door to leave, I got a phone call. And they're like, Mr. Nunez, is this Johnny? I'm like, yeah. Uh, we'd like to hire you for three, maybe two or three days. I'm like, oh, really? Uh, you're going to be shooting a dinner. You're going to be shooting an award ceremony. And you might shoot in a, a several you know, events during the day. I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, what is your budget? You know, well, Mr. Nunes, that's why we're calling. What, what is your rate? I'm like, oh, you tell me. Well, well there's the full-day rate and there's the half-a-day rate. I said, well, you know, being that you're a new client, um, you know, who's the client, by the way? Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what? New client, you know, what do you, what do you think? Uh, how's $8,000 sound? I said, give me one second. I put the phone down. I was like. <laughs> a little quick celebration right I'm there. like, uh. That'll be fine. Can you give us your check routing number uh, so we could send you the first half? I'm like, um, yeah, um, you know, I got to go home and get it. Uh, well, look, we're going to send you $12,000. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? <laughs> well, three days at $8,000. That comes out to $24,000. Mr. Nunes, you still there? <laughs> Mr. Nunes, you still there? I was like, yes, uh, I will be sending you. I wound up being Michael Jordan's uh, personal photographer for three years with the brand Jordan Classics. So what is the moral of that long-ass story? When you do good things for people, God will reward you. Facts. I ain't perfect, but he sees everything. Yeah. You're exactly where you're supposed to be when you're where you're supposed to be. I read some shit the other day. It said, karma ain't a bitch. She's a mirror. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, like... That's just what, and that's that's what happened to you, man. And it's funny, like, you spent what you said, you spent twelve dollars, eleven bucks, eleven, mm -hmm. and got twelve thousand. Like, you know, it's a decent more investment. than twelve thousand. <laughs> well, yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. That's that's a decent investment, man. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like people don't really understand that part of your personality. They mm -hmm. see the pictures, but they don't understand your your business acumen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you a full businessman. We just talked about these different products. Like, where does, how did this um, start? Like, we can start with Goat Fuel, for example. Like, how do you decide which companies you should be involved with? So, I'll, I'll start with, um, if, if you don't mind, I'll yeah. start with Yabe Tequila. Uh, my good friend, uh, Danny Reyes and, and Joe Cruz, um, they started this company from scratch. In Harlem. I think Joe's from the Bronx, though. Mm. 
and after serving, shit, you know. yeah, after serving, making other brands hundreds of millions of dollars, literally hundreds of millions of dollars, um, he decided, you know what, I'm going to make my own brand. And Danny was the first investor to come. And like clockwork, Danny came over and he said, yo, going to start a tequila company. You with me? And, you know, that journey started, I think, a little bit more than three or four years ago. But now it's everywhere. Barcode. Corona actually helped the brand. Mm. This is the award-winning. The reason why I bought this bottle to you is because this is their mango tequila. Mm. Nobody in the history of tequila ever made a mango-infused tequila. Mm. This won awards. And this is from New York, out of, out of Uptown. Copy, copy. You know? And when I saw it and I tried it, I said, look, how do I become a partner? How do I become part of this movement? I love the brand. I love, certainly I love you guys. And, you know, networking before you know it. My man, Player, shout out to Player. Uh, you know, the game, Inc., uh, he got involved. And now, like I said, Barcode is serving this left and right. Barcode, by the way, is the biggest nightclub in New Jersey. It's in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Johnny Marines owns it. Shout out to Johnny Marines. That's the chief plug officer, mm, you know. CPO. Um, and, you know, after, after discussions and working hard, um, I'm now a partner in this. Now, Goat Fuel was a blessing. I won't say the name of the other drink, but I helped another company blow up. And really didn't have nothing to show for it. After it blew up, I just made a lot of wealthy people more wealthier in Boca Raton. Right. That didn't even know who I was. So I had asked God, I'm going to be honest, I, I said to God, God, um, if you could just help me find another amazing brand. And when I saw this on Instagram, when I found out it was black owned, when I found out it was all natural, when I found out that this is a, a, an energy drink, that's on the come up. I had to try it. So I went to GNC, found that they were there, started working out, started getting diesel, started feeling like I didn't feel bloated. I didn't feel like my heart was rapidly beating. I felt like I had the energy and I felt comfortable. I said, yo, I got to reach out to these people. Got a chance to speak to the amazing owners, um, and well, two of them, and they told me their journey, their story. What are you great at, greatest of all times, and how they made this drink, and the marketing was, the marketing was impeccable. I'm like, I got to join your team. I, I want to be part of this. I mean, I don't even care what I could do. I just want to see y'all move. And they were already moving. You know, they, they didn't need me. I just said to myself, how can I apply myself to you? Right. And they gave your brother a, a chance, and it's been a happy relationship ever since. Now, with this cookie company, first ever hip-hop cookie, the Cookie Chemist, Hip-Hop Mike. Yo, he don't play. This is his <laughs> he cookie. Don't play, bro. He will, He will mix whatever things you want. You want to put oregano and Bailey's ice cream together in a cookie, like a chemist, he will put it together, blend it, put it in the oven, package it, and it's at your door. And the wild shit about Hip-Hop Mike, he has, like, he procures, like, like rare snacks hmm. and puts them all together. Like, yo, he's an ill dude. Yeah, man. man. So the, the, inter, the interesting thing about these brands and brand ownership and, and using a talent 
uh, to, 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 to help you have uh, or to diversify your network is that the power of the camera allows me to get into rooms yeah. that most people would not have access to. Right. You know, I could be one minute at DMX's uh, funeral or at his concert uh, at Barclays Center. One minute we're here honoring the life of this man. R.I.P.X. And, yeah, DMX and Swiss Beats, the whole Rough Rider family. Um, and then you're sitting right next to Kanye West. And rather than starstruck, you know, Kanye comes over and he gives me a hug. Mm. And we, we, we hug for a good minute and talk about, remember back in the day, remember this, remember that, you know? And so the, the camera does that. The, cam the camera, anybody listening or watching this podcast, um, you know, wine and hip hop, there's so many people, or if you ever thought about getting into photography, there's so much more than just capturing uh, an emotion suspended in time. There's the people that will remember that photo. When they remember that photo, they, to some extent, have to remember who, who put that, that image for eternity. And that's where you come in. So now, while you have their attention, it's easy now to capture other products that you believe in. Because if you believed in them when no one knew who they was and they blow up, and you tell them, hey, this is something I believe in, they're going to endorse it. They're going to support it. Goat Fuel is an amazing drink for the athlete or the person that just needs energy and created by our people or rather uh, the hip-hop culture is tied in, in sports you know mr jerry rice nfl hall of famer mm. he's this is his brand and you know it's just a beautiful thing to see you know whether it be the los angeles lakers or do you remember the uh, heat the miami heat player you, you said his name oh, right? yeah yeah um hero tyler hero tyler hero you know they're all endorsing this and, you know, now with Yave, you know, this brand has even a jalapeno. So to mm, go God, from... I love a, jalapeno tequila, yeah, bro. To, to go from a theory, yeah. I think I can make a brand. Like like Desi Sneakers, you know. Uh, it's another brand. Uh, there's, there's a streetwear, uh, a, a cultural streetwear clothing line with, uh, that's an urban brand. Um you know, it, it just popped up in the mind as an idea. Right. You know? And I think that the something that you touched on that's, that's clutch that I think a lot of um, marketing companies don't really um, take into account mm -hmm. is, yo, you got to believe. You got to believe in the product. You know, it can't oh, yeah. be oh, yeah. can't like be you have to actually give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just like spewing bullshit to people and people can see through that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And like, you know, it's it's interesting that, you know, you're able to take one thing and flip it into so many different parts, you know, because you get the eyes, you know that it's important to get eyes on other things. And I got things, your attention, put, baby. Putting things that are worthwhile in front of people, I think, adds to your value, man. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, this interview, I think, really just kind of highlights all of that and how you you pick it, put it together. Um, this interesting, man. Yo, I'm 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 really grateful for you for huh. coming on the show Thank and you, man. spending spending some time with us Thank and you. drinking some wine and you know th this is fire shit, man. You Thank you, you man. got anything you want to lead the people with? Um, you know, check out followback.com. 
uh, check out Wave. Uh, check out Sharezo, mm. which is an, another black-owned amazing app. Sharezo is going to be sort of the future, you know. Um, shout out to Nas, Pat Joe, Hove, Tokenair, the NFT platform, Rarables, which uh, shout out to Adam Bain. Um, shout out to Kedar Massenberg. Uh, another gentleman that you need to have on your show is um, Mo. Uh, man, the champagne's kicking in, so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. Uh, I'll remember Mo's last name in a second. Um, you know, shout out to you know wine and hip hop. You know, Word. just the two names, just so simple, and 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 right to the point. Wine and hip hop. You know, I think I think wine was already always hip hop. You right. know, we just had to find the hip hop in it. You know. You know what? I'm sure they were drinking some type of wine at that first party. That hip hop. It was a freestyle going at. on. It was you a cipher. Yo, now that we done with dinner, let's yo yo Peter yo hit that peep thing. Yo, put that thing. shit on. Okay, Jose. Okay, Jesus, let's go. Let's do this. You got the wine maker in the back, like yo, yeah. my, let my man yeah, get his man, shit yeah. off. Let yeah, my man, man get his yeah. shit off. Yo, nah. son, yo, what's good? What's good? You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, matter of fact, shout out to Smack, man. That's Word, yo, the Smack yeah, DVD smart. day. Shout out to French, yeah, you French know, Mark Cocaine Town. City. Yeah, man, you know, this is another episode of Wine and Hip Hop. I am here with legendary celebrity photographer and entrepreneur Johnny Nunez. Can, can we do one last thing? Oh, of course. Can we do a toast with the tequila and a, a sip of this together? Oh, for sure, man. This so is the gummy bear flavor. Oh man, see, you, you this know is you the up, right? pineapple peach. <laughs> you know you fucked up, right? This one is the berry, and this one is the watermelon fruit punch. Which which flavor you want? Oh, great! You got try glasses. The gummy bears. All right, you, that's that I one. I want to do the gummy bears with the. Tequila. Now I don't think we're gonna. Here, you open it since it's your gift. So, I don't yeah, want to. This is the first ever on Wine and Hip Hop. I love that we're doing this, and I love that we are doing this with you. Thank we you, are bro. ending the show with a shot. So it's going down. We got the Yave tequila. All right. Cheers, my brother. Love. Wine and hip-hop. Hmm. Every flavor was made Hell by yeah. my people, Trev and Jaquay. We have my dog, Johnny Nunez. He's getting me drunk. <laughs> Yo, look, this ain't still, drink champs, still drinking, man. <laughs> we're still going to do champagne. Word, word, word. Yo, thank you so much, man. Appreciate Love. you, bro. It's another Love. episode of Wine and Hip-Hop. Peace. This was a moment in Wine and Hip-Hop. Brought to you by Crew Love.